here we are. We're back we're in back the studio. We're back in the studio. What's up, Bjorn? What's up, You were Nick? out last week. I was. You went to Montana. How was Montana? I know. It's been a few weeks. Dude, it was sick. It was cool. I got there in the... I haven't been there in the fall in a long time. Yeah. Uh, we went to Glacier National Park, which you I haven't been to in like... elk bugling? No elk bugles. Yeah. Oh, but there are... Um, at my parents' place in Whitefish, mm -hmm. there is this holdout World War II... I might have this wrong... Um, hold out like old school thing. There used to be a curfew, and so there's like mm. an alarm that, like a, oh, okay. like it sounds like if you're playing like one of those World War II games and there's like yeah. a bomb threat or whatever. One of those happens every night at 10 o'clock. Huh. The cool thing about Whitefish is mm. when that happens, the coyotes all go crazy. Oh, so you start hearing coyotes like yeah. howling? Yeah. Coyote howling is, sounds really cool. Like and you can hear them all over in the woods, and you're just like, yeah, it's cool. It's very coyotes cool. have an interesting howl where they like howl and then they also yip. Yeah, in it, and they sound kind of crazy. It it, it it's a cool thing because it's like when you live in Montana, like mm -hmm. yeah, there's wildlife everywhere, but you kind of just forget about it, just like yeah, being there. Mm -hmm. But there, and then and then that happens, and you're like, oh man, you're like, and you there, can hear them. They're like there and like, there and within there. a thousand yards of us right now, easily. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very, and then you're, yeah. Like you see bears and stuff all the time mm -hmm. out there. Uh, and I don't know. You just like kind of forget how dangerous, but majestic they are. Yeah. Dude almost hit so many deer. Like it was really funny too. Cause I was like, I almost hit a deer. I was seeing them cause it was dusk. I forgot how mm -hmm. sketchy it is at dusk where like you can't, where it's not totally dark. So your headlights aren't really doing anything yet. Yeah. 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 That's the worst time that is moment. like that last <laughs> Like, like, the, like right around Instagram moment. Good time like the, <laughs> for driving. The half hour after the sun actually sets when it's still sort of light out like that. The yeah. Last half hour of shooting light, you know, because mm -hmm. that's going to be a solid reference for most of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, when you go hunting mm. half hour after sunset and a half hour before sunrise are legal shooting hours. Oh. Yes, a shooting light. Anyway. Well, I was thinking like golden hour. It's like for photo shooting. Mm -hmm. uh, that too, probably. It's like the best oh, time to perfect. catch the sunset. Everything's orange. Sunset or sunrise. It yeah, just yeah, has yeah. a nice... Dude, middle of the day is the worst. It And people don't understand that always. That's why I mm. love shooting photos out here because most of the time it's overcast and it doesn't matter. Mm. <laughs> you can get cool, like yeah. soft light. No, but that light is the worst for driving because it's like... Dude. You, you your headlights aren't doing anything but nope. you also can't see no you can't and i forgot how attuned i am to that mm -hmm. like because i did so much because when i was a kid uh my my dad lived in pulse and my mom lived in whitefish and i would like every other weekend my sister and i would go stay with our dad yeah and so i would drive highway 93 between there and it's just like this twisty highway mm, like right along flathead lake right yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, next to Flathead It's like gorgeous And so weird That yeah. like Now I go back there And I'm like I forgot how Crazy and how beautiful How picturesque it is, it is yeah, Where I'm you're like, like Looking at this This crazy cool lake With the Mission Mountains Right behind yep. it Which are like One of the cooler looking Just yeah. mountain fronts Cause it's just Right up Like oh. 4,000 feet Or something right Dude, Every time the Mission Mountains Are crazy looking Every time I, I go The first yeah. time I went to the Flathead Valley which was, I, I was like a, in college, my buddy lived in Libby and yeah. I drove up there and I came up and over the hill from like Missoula. Like the first time I saw the Mission Mountains, I was like, holy shit. You know, yeah. it was like, this looks like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's you wild. Know? Yeah, we're like watching Lord of the Rings and it's boring. We're like, yeah, you're like whatever. fucking dragons. It's, it's more interesting. Good thing we went to a matinee so we can see something just as gorgeous when we yeah. leave. <laughs> well, then you went to Glacier Park. Went to Glacier Park, which, dude, it's wild. It's mm -hmm. like way melted. Like it's the glaciers are way smaller. There was like hardly any glacier left. Yeah. Like it's getting I think it's getting so small that it can almost not be considered a glacier anymore. Yeah, like some so of those, much of it some is melted. Of those glaciers up there are definitely. Yeah. And I I think there's a few that are still kinda holding on, but they're all I mean, they're all receding. They're it's, all I mean, there's some there it it was just wild. I mean, there was just nothing i mean mm -hmm. there was barely anything it was just crazy like because i remember it being you know like there being more snow and stuff up mm -hmm. there but there's just like hardly with anything well also you went like 
right at the end of like the summer yeah. season when they hadn't really had any new snow. It so did... it's probably like the least snowy it'll be. Right. And they were putting all those they were putting all those sticks in because we went oh. up going to the sun road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they put sticks in for in the spring when <laughs> they uh, when they plow it, which is crazy like i can't even imagine working that it would just be wild yeah that seems like a fun job honestly like uh, you'd get some cool stories oh yeah uh if you you might fall it. off a snowy cliff but like if you don't you got but cool you know stories. that's like an epic death like i almost had like a not that's epic respectable death. what's your not epic death i was i was uh i was actually driving back here mm-hmm. and i stopped in a rest area because i had to go potty okay and i was in there and um it was one of those like non-gender ones so it was mm-hmm. just like a really small yeah bathroom and um i started getting lightheaded i wasn't even in there that long mm-hmm. i was alone i was driving alone <laughs> and there was nobody else there mm-hmm. i was all by myself and i started to pass out and i realized i recognized it because it had happened um i worked in a job where we had to do some cleaning and mm-hmm. if you mix these two cleaning products that are really mm-hmm. common ammonia and bleach uh-huh. Which this person definitely did what in a, a small, dumb. poorly ventilated bathroom. Yeah, I started to pass out. That and I makes was like, mustard gas, right? Yeah. That they yeah. used yeah. in like World War One <laughs> yep. war crimes yeah. to, to, to clear out the trenches <laughs> over there in uh-huh. France or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I love that you can just create mustard gas in every grocery yeah. store. No, my Target. dad. You my might dad just be a terrorist. <laughs> I I know you've tried this on stage before, yeah. just to ruin the illusion. It's fine, but like. My I I wasn't also on stage at the time. My dad told me about that when I was a little kid. Yeah, so you because did it? no, I didn't do it. When he was like a teenager, he yeah. worked at a McDonald's and he fucking evacuated the McDonald's one time because he mixed <laughs> those two things to clean the bathroom, and then he was like. That doesn't smell good. And he mentioned what he did to the manager, and he was like, "Oh, fucking everybody out now!" Yeah. <laughs> I had a uh, I had a science teacher when yeah. I was in seventh grade who uh, it was like a younger guy, and yeah. then there was like the older teacher that was like in the room. I don't yeah. remember the setup, but yeah, he started like talking, and it's like you think a young teacher in a middle school, probably like mid twenties, you mm-hmm. know, and like he knows about science. And he just started talking. He's like, yeah, you know, like mixing stuff. Like, you got to be really careful. Like, something like something really bad would be if you mix bleach. And, and the older teacher was like, shut up right now. Shut up right yeah, now. Someone's like, going to commit an act of terror. Well, like, fully dropped, like, the whole teacher veil. Oh, and, really? And you saw, like, the concerned adult in the room who's just like, don't you dare tell these 12 year olds how to make chlorine gas like like that is there's no benefit to that like you're gonna have dead pets and like yeah uh, yeah tragedy tragic tangerine sour bjorn did you bring anything back from montana any exciting souvenirs or uh well last time i went i brought that and then i i did not buy that there i did i always stop at this one spot um called like Fifty thousand. Oh, the silver dollars. Do you ever go there? Never. Dude, Driven by it a thousand times. It's. Uh, I'm by a thousand. I it. mean, like twelve. <laughs> do but. it next time. But it was like, it was the first place I went um, where there was no masks, not a mask in the whole place, mm. and everyone giving us attitude, comments. Mm-hmm. I don't know if um, if it was my boyfriend going cute. Cute. Oh, that's super cute. <laughs> yeah, that might have tipped it that off. Might have been, but we were the only people in the place wearing masks. They're like, hey guys, we got no problem with your lifestyle, but get those fucking masks off. Yeah. Honestly, that. that sounds like the Montana that I <laughs> that sounds like the Montana I remember. Oh they would be, oh they God. would be delighted to have you bring some diversity to their store as long as you didn't wear a mask. As long as you don't bring that bullshit mask. Yeah, that's oh. that's how we own the libs. Right. Oh my God. But, but uh, we there was like that place is rad because it mm-hmm. sells all this like cool stuff for cheap. Because if you go anywhere in like Whitefish or other places, mm-hmm. everything everything's really expensive. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean, Whitefish like, is like, like a, a leather... is like a premium ski town. Yeah. At this Dude, point. it's really... Cha- Dude, the price of houses is crazy there. Yeah. Like, it's I a, it's can't a resort. live there. Like, I couldn't yeah. move back. The only way I could move back there is if my parents just let me stay at their house. Yeah. Which they might have to... They may get rid of just because it's like... Because the other thing that could happen is if 
it's only allowed to be because it's farmland. There mm-hmm. can only be one house per twenty oh, acres. They can't subdivide. They it. can't subdivide it. But if it and it, but it's really close to town because mm-hmm. town has slowly encroached. But if that happens, if it did happens, the taxes on that would just be crazy. And then they would oh, probably if it have to. Oh, became zone. big enough to like if they if they the rules if they changed the zoning. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They okay. rezoned because I was like, oh, if they rezoned it, then maybe I'll like move back here. And I don't know. I always get really emotional because oh, I just if, don't if they... feel like I can move back to my hometown. That's mm. just like a weird thing. Is it more expensive than Portland? Even? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, um, median house in Whitefish. Like most. Well, the thing is, is the it's it's the thing that happened in California. The yeah. dirt's worth more than the house that it's on. I was going to say, it. you're, it's not a fair comparison, really, because like the tiny house in Portland that sells for a half million is not, in my mind, comparable to something that's on twenty acres with like a bunch of. Uh, grandeur, but, but there's not really a lot of twenty-acre plots left in Whitefish. No, there's not any. It's I'd have. Oh, to you're saying to just Whitefish, the regular ones. Here's in the town. thing: is Whitefish the is little turning houses into in town. Whitefish is like Whitefish and Big Sky are both kind of like Aspen, Colorado, yeah. but yeah. in Montana. Mm-hmm. And so that's it's like rich people. There was this there, one right? rich dude. I don't remember his name. My mom was telling me all about it, but apparently yeah. this super rich dude bought a place there, huge ranch. Then started doing throwing these parties where he would fly all of his friends in, mm-hmm. um, and and it got it. That's what made it really popular because nobody really even knew about it. Oh, and like all of them were like, "Oh, this is cool." These, and like, they all bought shit, mm-hmm. and so then there's just a bunch of rich people that fly out there from time to time. And yep, there was always like a lot of rich do. people there, and yeah. it was it was kind of trending in that direction. Mm-hmm. But COVID just made that like. Oh, way faster and way yeah, quicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people, I think people got the idea that Montana was like some sort of, like it was completely rural and there yeah. was nobody for a hundred miles and you it's could best never of both catch worlds. They COVID. get just enough wildness to like satiate their city slicker mentality. Yeah, yeah. they can pretend they're a cowboy, but they're yeah. not. They still got they buy, a, they're they buy, still like, a some fucking and wine shit. bar. Yeah, yeah. I, I just realized what you were realizing. Did I bring anything back? Um, I might have gotten COVID. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad we got here. I like it how you're like. It took me like five minutes to understand. Like, yeah, I got this like, bleached cow skull. And, uh, <laughs> and also we went to this place. No mass whatsoever. <laughs> By the way, the houses are really expensive. I was just going to let you get there. I got there. You, you I, got I there. Yeah. yeah, I believed in uh, you, dude. So last week I might have had COVID. I don't you think I did. You tested negative on the home yes. test kit. But it's yes. the home test kit. Here's my Which deal. Are, I think I did a good job. Maybe this is what everyone thinks. Oh, okay. I, I, I watched two YouTube videos. Right, but I feel like those test kits themselves and are I just was And I was very accurate. careful with it. So I bet you a lot of those false things are mm-hmm. people just being really cavalier. And That's like, true. People think about suck. how there's like a whole, there are websites dedicated to people helping you put sure. IKEA furniture together. Oh, I, I mean, people and are I nail that every time. Stupid. First try, I did put a chair together today and I did mess it up. But I fixed it well, very admit quickly. That. But like, but people are dumb. No, you're you're not wrong. I was there are a lot of dumb careful, and I feel pretty confident. I yeah. think I think it was like a flu. I don't know, but huh. you know, crazy. Here's what so I'll what, say about the test, your... real quick. Yeah, nobody buys one pregnancy test. Mm. Like you, if you're I getting those two, ones, I bought two and took two. Oh, you oh. didn't say that. Oh, you doubled up and you were yeah. negative. Both you tests? always you always double up. They come in a two pack. Oh. Now we're the assholes because well, we're that like. <laughs> but I bought two two packs, so I have more if I needed to. Yeah. And uh, if I had tested positive, and then I did them a day apart. Okay. Okay. So, oh, th- so these did, are the details that we did. You not did have. just have a flu, so you can yeah. still get COVID. Okay. Cool. What I skipped our show. We you had did. our inaugural show. Yeah. Num- the the first guest spot. Yep. Marisha stepped happened. in. I had a yep. private comedy show. It was tight. Uh, yeah. Terrence, <laughs> Terrence was our, our entire audience for the first like two comics. That it's, was a non-comic. Yeah. And then like some people started to filter it and it turned into a really fun show. Something that's interesting about comedy shows uh-huh. like that in Portland is the comics here are so good. It's like insane like this is this is what shane said at the end you got you got a comedy show of probably some comedians that we're gonna see in you know in you know fast forward five ten years they'll have like oh there's whatever the equivalent of of netflix specials and i mean like like Mm -hmm. that lineup that i that i booked was stacked you know let me say this here was my uh my attitude at the end of the show yeah oh no (laughs) i killed myself 
Anyway, yeah. there we go. <laughs> Uh, the show was super good. This is good because like I'm not a part of the show. I was in mm-hmm. the audience. Mm-hmm. I bought uh, macaroni and cheese and I ate it. Wait, uh, they make macaroni and cheese at the Funhouse? They make macaroni and cheese. <laughs> per, like you know, scare quotes around make. It's, uh, it's it's there. I think it's Easy Mac because uh, like we also a, like we got, a microwave situation. We got like chips and queso, and it tasted very similar uh oh, okay. but you should get it uh it had jalapenos in it it was good i won't there's a burrito place right next door that's <laughs> fucking Super tremendous good. i'm gonna tell anyway. luna that you're you're oh shit dear yeah that's true um but no, no the show was great it was uh so 10 comedians and uh nick and maricha did a little co-hosting mm-hmm. yeah and it definitely like i think it took some people some time to warm up but at the end of the night like not literally. At the end of the day, uh, there's ten comedians in the room, plus their friends, like yeah. you know, yeah. folks that come through, and yeah, like there was a bunch of really great com- comedy, and especially like I was saying this to you the other day off mic, um, watching comedians who like go up and they know that there's three people in the audience, and they're just like, yeah, I'm gonna knock this shit out of the park. Yeah, is mm-hmm. really fucking cool. Uh, yeah, it's a huge pet peeve of mine. I mean, like, I'm going to just reveal this on the podcast to people who listen to it. I won't rebook somebody if they don't do that, you know? Like, if they if they are treating they're like, oh, no, what is even here? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, I've been that single audience member mm-hmm. where, you know, it's like, it, and the person that gave me an awesome show. Yeah. Like that is something so cool and so special, even though it was like an mm-hmm. intimate thing and it was only one person. Okay. So when it's... you were the only audience member at a show, mm-hmm. did they look at you the whole time? Dude, here's how, here's how I, it basically made me um, start doing comedy. So my, my yeah. first, so when I, when I started doing, before I started doing comedy, yeah. I was too scared to sign up. So I started going to mics mm-hmm. and just watching. And I had my mustache at the time. Yeah. Okay. And, um, it, shout out to my friend Phil Colas. This is who it, this is about. I went to three open mics in one night and was an audience member. And my friend, my later became my friend Phil, mm-hmm. uh, called me out. He's like, hey, man, are you going to kill us all later? Because <laughs> I sat in the front row. There's this creepy guy with this mustache <laughs> sitting in the front row, and he's followed me. mustache has been at three mics in a row. Yeah. Were you I, laughing at all the same jokes over and over oh again? Yeah, they I would was, just tell the same joke yeah. and well, be like, when you I know, started, talking about peanut butter, and you were just like, ha, 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 ha. I had just heard it earlier in the yeah. night. It was a lot of the same people. I, yeah, and they didn't amend it at all. They just did the same joke that had bombed yeah. twice already. I want to know what like, sick fuckers are going to three back-to-back-to-back mics in one night. It was me. No, no, I mean performing. Oh, comics? That seems... Oh, a that's, lot of them. Oh, yeah. That's it's like really a whole common. thing. Like, it's like, oh, we went to five. I've, the, I've done what's three. What's the most you've done? I think I've done three. I've I've definitely done three a couple of times. Okay, I've I never done four. I, five is my max. I in feel one like night. that. It's like when people brag about how many times they had sex in one night, yeah. and I'm just like, yo, I know that like after a couple, like <laughs> you're not you're not bringing your A game. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, you're probably shooting blanks by the last. Unless the next there. morning counts as as, as another Are one. Are we talking then about it's one? Yeah, you don't do it because it's fun. You do it because then you get to brag to your dickhead friends about how much you did in one night, and you're just like, but but for real, what's your record? <laughs> Uh, open mics. Uh, I went to one open mic one time. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) We're not talking about that. You brought it up. How many times have you fucked in one night? One night. Uh, Like also, what's what's a night? Two completion. (laughs) Two completion. Like how many times did I nut in one night? (laughs) Yeah. How many times you nut in one (laughs) night, Terry? I didn't know we were going blue tonight. Uh, (laughs) We just go. We're going hard in the paint. Three. I don't know. I'm a sensual lover, man. (laughs) That's a lot. No, 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 and not like on some weird like. All right, <laughs> give me five minutes. Yeah, three is three is my. I can't, I can't. Three is my maximum. As three well. is like three is like you hit a fucking grand slam. Like <laughs> yeah, that's a grand slam. I don't mm-hmm. think it's like no drugs. You can't take any drugs. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe that's the deal. Maybe oh okay. Because if you took like like I could probably I need bang to get a some few per- more out if I <laughs> performance enhancing drugs. Yeah, like I don't do coke. I feel like there's an upper limit on how many times you could come though. No, I feel like I think your there... body like does it the way that like your yeah. car wants to run when it's running out of gas, and you're like, "Come on, buddy!" And it's like, oh, "That's yeah. all I got." Eventually, it just shoots some dust out. Yeah, like you do enough coke that the coke just you're, the you're coke just like comes on the side out. of the highway, and you're like, "I fucking knew this was gonna happen." Mm. God damn it! Uh, okay, should have had a sandwich. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't even remember how we got to there, but uh, oh, I was so I yeah I was doing I wanted to start doing comedy, yeah. so I just started going to open mics, and because I had been listening to podcasts and I heard all these famous comedians and they talked about like their processes, and I actually liked seeing the jokes, and then the like some of them did tweak it slightly. You watch through the night as they. I wanted like, to see that the I two or three good comics in the scene as they like yeah. fix their joke throughout the night right. and made it better. Or like someone I remember somebody did different um, punchlines at each one, and I was like, my mind was blown. But like whenever you see that, it's yeah. somebody who wants to do comedy. It's not somebody who's just like a super fan, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, no. What the the reason I brought that up is like last. Uh, two weeks two and a half weeks ago some show at funhouse i hosted a show right and no one was there mm-hmm. except the comics and uh joanna mm-hmm. and so i was hosting and then i would sit next to joanna and for a second i thought they were looking at me and then i realized like half the comics on the lineup did their entire set specifically directly to her like Just with eye it. contact <laughs> yeah yeah and she was like, she thought it was funny, but also she brought it up enough times that I was like, I. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it makes you uncomfortable. It, it, how could it not? I mean, it's, it would make me uncomfortable. It's like it you're was, on like one of those America Got Talent shows. Just it like... was funny because like some of the other comics on the lineup noticed it yeah. and were like either making fun of their friends to me or uh-huh. like giving their friends shit. They were like, yeah, you told your entire fucking set straight to her. We all saw you. And, mm-hmm. and they were just like, yeah, well, she's the only audience. And yeah, but like, just like, she, well, so that was the thing that I told you is like, I yeah. don't care how many people are in the audience. Pretend mm-hmm. like the place is packed. Yeah, I that's know. what I do. I, I like, I, I pick a, I pick an area in the back and I, mm. and I do my set to the back of the room. I, I like it. Not, not like, not like the back of the room thing where you tell your inside jokes. Yeah. But like, I try to. I just pretend that the room is full and mm-hmm. I just look straight out and you can't see the audience anyways most of the time if it's right. well lit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like I do that because I know how uncomfortable it makes me if somebody's like telling jokes to me. Yeah. Like that just makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, I'm going to make sure I don't tell all my jokes specifically to one person. Yeah. Like I definitely will look specifically at people from time to time. Oh, I don't do it at all. I have a hard time not doing that. You know what else? I don't I, know why. Someone gave me, a comic gave me this tip at yeah. one point. Um, I would not wear my glasses on stage because then I couldn't see the audience very well. Oh, okay. <clears throat> when I was nervous. Yeah. Like in a big, <clears throat> in a big room. Also, they can see your eyes better because if you have glasses, there's like glare and stuff. Mm, but okay. uh, I... It was a while. It, it was weird because it was like I used to consciously always put my glasses in my pocket. And then I just kind of started forgetting to do it because I was doing so many shows, man. Yeah. <laughs> I just like no, the idea of so a comedian shows, who's dude. just like secretly thinking like, finally, this fucking astigmatism is paying off. Like, <laughs> I can't see shit up there. Yeah, I can't see you, the second row. This yeah. is awesome. A I comedian can't has for sure had that thought. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like they wrote... A joke with one mid-level punchline about an astigmatism, and they were like, "Oh, thank God, my eyes are fucked up." An astigmatism. They're like, "This is gonna kill." And then the guy that came to the three open mics in one night didn't laugh at all, and they're like, three strikes and I'm out." Fuck, I gotta get rid of the astigmatism (laughs) joke. Fuck up my other eye, bro. Is it stigmatism? I thought it was stigmatism. Astigmatism. No, it is astigmatism. It's one word. It's not. It's not a. The letter A is included in the word. Yeah. I love how I. This is what I have. Oh, I. I no, 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 no. I've never oh, I got written one too. it before or read it. I definitely it was got told it in one to me verbally. Eye, maybe in both. <laughs> it was just told yeah. to me verbally, and I just assumed that it was stigmatism. stigmatism well, I also think it's way, like it's, it's not a noun, but it's like a condition. So you have a stigmatism. And you're thinking of like a mm. stigmatism right, when right. Yeah, yeah. it's like no. no, I have COVID. I have a stigmatism. A COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah COVID. No, and I think what a stigmatism is is uh, it's like where your eye is no longer perfectly round. Yeah, right. Isn't that what it up. is? It's a little bit lumpy. And it's one is different than the other. Yeah. I'll tell right, you what. But no, you got to get for whatever eye has the astigmatism. You got to get a different type of contact lens mm-hmm. than you would on a normal ass eye because it's like it's it's a different. Right. It's not quite perfectly round anymore. Okay. I think that's it, but I could be completely wrong. I believe, I'm not I a doctor. Um, one other thing that we do have yeah. is a show that's theoretically about shoes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's but, talk about know, them. Let's <laughs> talk about them. Shoes. 
these. Uh, yeah, Nick, you got some shoes. What, I what do. Are we, these what are, are we looking mine. at? These are the Jordan One. A star is born. Alternatively called the Jordan One Sports Illustrated. They came out in December of 2018. This is the first pair of Jordans I ever bought. Like around when I started getting into sneakers. And I thought they looked cool because the swoosh has a lot of colors on it. And otherwise, white and black, clean colorway. Why isn't this called the Jordan 1 Christmas? It came out literally four days after Christmas. It should be called the Christmas. Yeah, why is it not called the Christmas? I wear them at Christmas. They also came with black laces and they also came with red Red laces. laces. So at Christmas, I put red laces in one, green laces in the other. Festive. This really feels... Here's what my theory is on this. I like this sneaker a lot, actually. I I, I wear a lot of red and green. Mm -hmm. And it's like a low-key... Like I remember as a kid, always... well, someone told me that was Christmas. Have a Christmas show. If Ooh. if you have a Christmas show and you want to borrow these okay. to look go. festive, knock well, yourself here's out. Here's the issue with it is that red and green are opposites on the color wheel. So right. they like they have a great contrast, mm-hmm. which is why it works really great for Christmas. Unfortunately, that cursed holiday has ruined red and green as a pairing basically anywhere I'm gonna, else. I'm going to I'm going <clears> to <throat> reveal something. This is a Bjorn style tip, I guess. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh you know how you can do that is I'll wear red with camo. Mm. I wear a lot of red with camo. Yeah, and so then you just look like like a woodsman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a Christmassy woodsman. Yeah, like you're about to go find Santa and shoot all the reindeers. <laughs> shoot all of his reindeer. Gotcha. Like I'm going to murder his reindeer. <laughs> and that's the look, you know, when I leave the mm-hmm. house, I'm like, you know what? I so want to these- look like that. These shoes are kind of fun because they have a whole... They did a whole bunch of story. Mm -hmm. So the color of the swoosh commemorates the first time Jordan was on the Sports Illustrated cover. Question. Is Sports Illustrated still around? I think so. They make a bikini issue with hot chicks. Sports Illustrated is still around. I think like many other legacy publications, uh, they've done a lot of online now. Like I don't know. I I can only imagine that they still have an issue on newsstands. Did you you have Sports Illustrated for kids? Because I did. Never did, no. Did you have that? Uh, I was, was more my of a dad's poor attempt to get me into sports. I, I, my parents didn't like sports and actively mm. kind of discouraged us from liking them. I, <laughs> I had like the animal ones. I had like highlights for kids and I had, uh, there was like some, we got zoo. highlights for kids for a minute. Um, I got, what's the one Ranger Rick. I got yeah. fucking Ranger I had that Rick, shit. dude. Um, it was a raccoon that like was a forest ranger. I Talked had about the woods or something. Nintendo power and sports mm. illustrated for kids. I had that. I had like those kitty magazines, like Ranger Rick, and I think my mom got highlights. Highlights. Yep. Um, so I like low key want one of these Bucks jerseys. Yeah. So that was the cool. thing. We looked so, this yeah, up. Yeah. This this swoosh is this color because on this is the first ever cover of Sports Illustrated that Michael Jordan was on, and it was playing the Milwaukee Bucks. And their jersey has this like series of greens mm-hmm. that is on the shoe. Now, Bjorn, unlace the thing, because on this one, I forget if it says something different or the same thing, but when you fold these wings back, it says a star is born, and then it has December 10th, 1984, which is when that cover was published. Oh, this one just says a star is born. I would show you guys, but it's... It's like gloss black. I mean, black. it's gloss yeah, black, it's black on, on black. On black. black. When, did, when, did these, cool. uh, when were these released? December of 2018. Like okay, December so, 28th yeah. or some shit. Like w- last couple days of the year. December 1984. Okay. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, these are kind of cool because they have all this like... They put a lot of effort into this shoe, into making it commemorate a thing. The thing that I like about it is that it, it doesn't feel super forced. You know, sometimes when they want to do that whole backstory, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. narrative to really push something, it comes off as, like, kind of hacky or just, like... Like, how can we do red and green? <laughs> yeah, like, really forced. And I feel like with these, they could stand alone... Um, but then the, those are just kind of like... They have to stand alone because they're not shouty about the story. And if you really care yeah. about the story, you have to actually look into it. Well, I think yeah, like, it does say a star is born back here. It's I think got the shoe cool begs those questions, right? So you mm-hmm. like you look at it and your first question is like, well, what's up with the swoosh? Mm-hmm. And then you're going to like look into it and you're like, oh, it's a pull from the Bucks jerseys. Uh, you see like the stars born stuff. Like I think it's done in a really 
really clever way that like you find out about this Sports Illustrated cover because of the shoe. It's not like a really iconic <clears throat> moment for a lot of the people that are collecting shoes now. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So and you wouldn't naturally think like, oh yeah, that's from his issue of Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Um, I always just thought they were cool looking, and that's why I bought them. I I like these. Having them in hand is really interesting because the swoosh is, uh, it's all stitching. Yeah, it's embroidery. Yeah, it's embroidery. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, it's embroidery, and uh, Terry knows a lot about embroidery. Uh, <laughs> that would not be... as much as I would like to. <laughs> <laughs> not as much. Like like, does that look like a fun? <laughs> like it looks easy. Multicolored. It's done by a machine. Um. Well, yeah, but you have to set all the settings <laughs> oh, properly yeah. to get it right. But, you know, they. Uh, I like the tumbled leather mm-hmm. on it. It's like a nice soft leather. Yeah, it's um, a pretty decent, you know. And it's kind of a matte. Tumbled leather. Um, but it's like it's like a soft. It actually reminds me of, I, this was not, I didn't mean to. It's very similar to the leather oh, on yeah, these Oh, yeah, it totally boards, is. Which, mm-hmm. w- which a lot of people, it's like very soft. Um, whereas like sometimes it gets, it's a little mm-hmm. bit harder and it's like a matte. I like I like a matte finish. Um, an interesting thing that I there's a leather like a um, like a another leather piece that's not a tumbled leather. It's like a regular leather for the Nike Air, mm-hmm. whatever this is called. Yeah, that's made out of leather. Up which there. is usually just a um, that's like a taffeta. It's usually tag. just what it is on this. It's just yeah. canvas, just plastic or, and then or the, uh, fabric. And then the inside of all of my Jordans is like this neoprene, but this is not. This is almost like a, I don't know, it's something else. I don't know what it is. It's just a fabric, just a nylon. Like a nylon. It's a little rougher, Mm -hmm. a little less soft, but, um, and probably, I don't know, warmer. Well, I think these are older than any of the other pairs we have. 2018 might be the oldest pair of Jordans. Because these have the neoprene, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying that was a design change for them? It at some could point? have been. I don't really know. All I and yeah. the other thing is, unlike the, this is, well, I have the silver toes too that I've never worn, but I think on both of them, these wings are stitched down. Oh, whereas on this, down. the wings are are not stitched Get a down. Flappy. Yeah. They're they're like they are on the dunks. Do you think that's because they went with that? like hit on the inside and they're yeah, like well we can't stitch these down there are yeah. other there are other Wonder ones what's on the inside of these dude hey yeah, right. hand me that knife <laughs> there are other pairs of ones <laughs> that scissors. have the loose wings yeah. it's kind of a well, i don't really know why they decide to do it on some and not on others just a choice yeah. well i yeah. used to cut these off on the inside on of your dunks, my dunks right yeah it's weird to even say that like i used to modify my dunks yeah. for skating yeah but you skated them <laughs> for skating because i like to that lace was what you did with them I lace my dunks to here. Mm. I don't lace them up here because it makes it harder to ollie and it just like, Mm. it just was weird on my feet. So I would only lace them to here and then I would, but then you have this flap that's just like flapping around and I didn't like that. So I would cut the inside piece and then just let the outside. I really want you to skate a pair of your ones. Yeah? Like Like like, to try it out? No, just to like actually beat the shit out of a pair of the ones that you have oh, like by the skating them. Oh, I would love to skate in pair Or even mids. those, even those, uh, even those highs, those shadow 2.0. See, I really wouldn't like skating those. Oh, because of the back? Because of how high this back is. I like a mid. Mm-hmm. I would skate, I would skate like a, the only thing is I wear these very loose. Yeah. So, but they, and they're, and they're like the sole, I would way rather skate. Right. The ones skate have the a ones. skateable sole. This is just like I it has the, the air unit. I don't I don't really I don't really skate anything with an air unit. Yeah. Terry, do you skate anything with an air unit in it? No. Would you? I wouldn't. Yeah. I have so, I have skate shoes like I have like the Janowski yeah. supers or whatever. So what was the whatever, point but... of like the 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 Osiris and stuff? Those had an air unit. <laughs> that was did a weird suck? time. Did they suck yeah, to skate? T- that was when there was this trend of just like big drops and like so they were like oh we're dropping off huge things we're gonna put an air unit oh okay that was for people who were doing something stupid like they were trying to hurt themselves there was just a a moment video there was a moment in the 90s where all the shoes were just big it was just tech shit it was they were doing the same thing that shoe companies have been doing forever they added Mm -hmm. a bunch of features to justify raising the price 10 bucks whether or not it affected performance or not oh okay yeah I still really want them to bring back those. All right, so Terry, what are these shoes worth? Let's figure it out. If I'm, 
They're, so what'd you pay? I paid, well, I think, 160 was what they... Did you get those off like the sneakers app, or what did you get? This is the first thing I ever got off the sneakers oh. app. Oh, okay. Yep. I downloaded the sneakers app and scrolled through it, and these were toward the bottom, and I was like, you know what? Those are cool. I'm going to go for those. Oh, like they were still available? No, it was before they came out. Like when I first downloaded oh. the sneakers app, this is the first pair I even went for on there, and I got them because there was no hype around these. Yeah. I mean, for the, the fact for that tens, they're even two hundred and fifteen dollars is wait go wild go back go back to the sizes, the 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 size seven is yeah. five nineteen. So the ladies like this one. LL. Yeah. Well, also they probably made like twenty of those. Yeah, True. I feel like that's more True. of a quantity than that. Uh, yeah. Uh, Look, they thing. made it in a damn size eighteen. You could have feet like a <laughs> damn T Rex yep. and be wearing these shits. But again, remember that like all these prices are like brand new. Right, so I think stock. I think if you're saying you paid 160 for them brand new off sneakers app, yeah, then just sitting on them for you know what three pushing four years, that's no problem. I I got oh, no is problem that seeing that many the, years. I mean, if they came out what 18? December 2018, Dude, I'm old. So coming up on three years. Anyway, uh, were you living <laughs> in Portland at that time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah. I think you're just paying like the premium for some some let's poor schmuck up, to keep it in the garage. Let's look up the other pair of shoes I bought that year. The first pair that got me into sneakers. Uh, look up the Yeezy 350 Butter. So that was our first. Those, these ones right here? Yeah. yeah. 323. You look at 300? that shit. No, I paid 270. Ooh. Off of StockX. I didn't get them off the app. Oh. I, I wanted them. I like wanted a pair of Yeezys, and that's the only pair I've ever actually bought off StockX for myself. The only other pair is those. Uh, ones i bought for you for your birthday last year oh uh, okay yeah um, and that's like it seems pretty stable like highest uh highest bid yeah because they stopped making this type of yeezy that was just a solid color and didn't have a clear stripe or anything uh-huh. and they only gotcha. ever made like the white the butter and the sesame <clears throat> so anyway. i was thinking about this the other day um what were you gonna say well, Terry? Sorry. no I, I was gonna i was actually gonna throw it to this and i was gonna do it in the way uh, let's do this transition. Uh, yeah. So we were just talking about how this is Nike doing a history of Jordan as mm. like a retrospective, like the first time he was ever on Sports Illustrated, right? Yeah. And Bjorn, you you hit us with this idea, uh, a conversation about uh, Nike and Jordan's relationship. And I think right. this got a shot in the arm when The Last Dance came out because they kind of touched on this a little bit. I don't know if y'all remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the question that you presented was, who benefited more from the Nike Jordan relationship? Right. Michael Jordan or Nike the brand? And I'll let you boys take okay. it away. Well, I, I want to, <clears throat> there's a little more I want to preface because mm-hmm. there was okay. that moment between when the two came out, which we really needed, one of us needs to get a two. Well, they're so coming we out with an off white two they? pretty soon. Yeah. Okay. So we'll both go we'll for that. We'll both go for that. You know the thing about the Jordan two, right? I think right? it'd be hilarious. What is the thing about the Jordan the two? First Even if I know, oh, we might have to get us the two. So the Jordan two. Was what almost what Jordan almost left. He didn't like it so much, and it was just you. It's the universally hated Jordan, which is funny because there's Jordans that are fucking trash. I but know. please Some continue. Of the newer well, ones, it's like whatever. Yeah. But yeah, after the Jordan 14, nobody gave a fuck because <laughs> yeah. Jordan himself stopped playing the game. Uh-huh. Like, so it was so we like, kind of oh, don't talk about anything. Anything after Jordan 14 doesn't matter really uh-huh. in the conversation. But, but of the one through fourteen, the two is the one that everybody's like that. I'm gonna, shit was trash. I'm pulling them up. Just keep yeah, going, Bjorn. Bring yeah. the Jordan two up. So the Jordan two almost caused Jordan to leave Nike. Yeah, and he the, was, and he was gonna go across the river, <laughs> like right across the river. They were not across the river at that point. Were but they? yeah, I don't know. No, yeah, the Adidas has going not been here the that pond long. To, uh, they were gonna go across. The, yeah, he, he was, was gonna, gonna go to Germany, right? To Germany to. Uh, because they used like a French designer to to do it or Italian. It's sort of like it really does have like an Italian. The goal of it was shoe. to look like a luxury sneaker. Let like me... they had these fake snake skin and all this shit to make it look fancy and pre- like luxury. I'll say this: it looks like an '80s basketball shoe. 
It does. Like it when is. you look at what, like what basketball shoe. No, 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 that's what I mean. It's like when you look at like what Patrick Ewing was wearing. Yeah. You know, like they were wearing some stuff yeah. that looked mm-hmm. like this. Looks like someone was like, hmm, how do we make a Chuck Taylor a better performing shoe? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the silhouette is mm-hmm. like, and it has like some loafer feels to it. Yeah. I feel like well, it was supposed to look kind of dressy and kay. like fancy. It looks I like think. a wrestling shoe. What is? Oh my god, it totally does. <laughs> what is your favorite part of the two? Even though we like. Because honestly, I, know I what don't mine is. hate this colorway. This is the colorway I would want if I would if I get a pair. Is like this the original red, so kind of for bread. the listeners. It's a black red. It's, it's a mostly bread. white with or, some red and some black. Yeah. I I kind of I don't hate it. That's the thing is I don't hate it. I don't know that I'd wear it a lot. There's See, something about the it. It feels like a shoe that's like eighty percent of the way there, it's, and like it needs something to, to sneak it up. It needs some good, right? It feels you know? like it's a sneaker that you would have to have it, and yeah. you would pass it over every single time. You're like, oh, yeah. ah, it doesn't match the outfit that good. So I would we're wait gonna until pass I was, over it. No, I would wait till I was like on a show with a bunch of like real sneakerhead dudes, <laughs> just to and piss then I'd wear off. the twos just to be a douche. <laughs> it would be kind of fun to do here's, that. Here's I, my question: Does they does it look less goofy when it's not laced like a fucking football cleat? Like that? They did. They did lace it like a nerd. <laughs> I don't know. I, Here's the thing is I have no idea because I've never, never seen, seen him. A human I've never being even seen him in person. I saw him in person once at uh, Deadstock. Yeah, or uh, at, uh, in a at wild in, in a wild. Um, it was like the purple and um, it was kind of yeah. That, I think like, they had a blue parrot oh, index it was, for it was, a minute too. Uh, that one in the the one I saw the 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 one go up in the middle. Oh, the those purple. crazy colored ones. Yeah, it was like or no, don't was, even match. There they are. That yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This that one. one. I've seen that in person and I was just like, oh God. See, yeah. like that. I remember I like, those dropped like last uh, year and I was like, I thought about trying to buy those, but then I was like, it those looks are like ridiculous. a designer handbag. It's like, it's like what you, I don't know. That's yeah, what it looks, it looks, it looks like. like a, a, no, it yeah. looks like a creative recreation shoe. <laughs> like those fucking yeah. dog shit things. Uh, right. But if they said Chanel on them, everyone will buy well, so, these but, and, the off-whites that are coming and out. And this is what yes. I was going to say is that like, I look at this shoe and there's oh. nothing about it. Oh. Those are sick. They have the fake crack with the like, it's sort of like reminiscent of like, you know, when the broken plate and then they fill it with like gold. Gold, yeah. It's sort of that where they had like the the old one, the, the photo mm. of the old one. No, I like the way that Off-White did these. I, I Let me feel see like, if I can bigify that. Sorry, keep going. Yeah. I feel like the way that, that they, they really didn't do a lot, but I feel like they kind of, and then they I gave feel like, like they uh, improved them. <clears throat> I don't like those at all. I'll go for them for you, but I okay, cool. Do not I like want them. I'll, I'll wear them. I'll be the douche wearing off whites. Oh, I got God. called out for wearing off whites at our show last you d- week. Well, Did you? no, I wouldn't say you got called out. Shane? I would no. no, not Shane. Ooh, who was it? Cameron Peloso. Oh, yeah. really? That's he was unexpected. Like, he, he, he was he nice wearing? about it. Oh, some some fucking... all stars. No, he was like pumping you up. He was like, yo, he was. Nick's out here. There's nobody in the audience, and he's wearing fucking off whites. Oh, Are you kidding no, me? He was like, Nick, are you wearing off whites? I was like, Yeah, bro, it's my fucking show. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, he's like, Nick, I can't even be mad at him. You're the cutest little hype beast around. Oh. Yeah, oh, that was he he did like yeah, yeah, he was he like busting balls, full, but like oh, with his tonsils. Five years younger right. than me, call me the cutest little hype We're beast, having him on the pod. I'm going to yeah. hit him up. We're yeah, we do need pod. to get him on. He's a fucking great. He's I'll tell you so what. funny. He, he he hit me up. He was like, dude, what's up with this Cameron Peloso, dude? He just just total pro. Like that. Oh, that's that's a, like the ultimate compliment no, that you he could crushed, give. But he was on the, the, the tent show that I did a couple weeks ago, and I had a pretty good set, and then like... It was, you know, the. It was me, him, and, and me and him had the best sets of the night for mm-hmm. sure. His set though, he fucking murdered. That's awesome. He did so well. Well, Susan Rice had a really good set too, but she was like, you know, a professional comedian. Yeah. yeah. So like of of the of the us type of comics. Yeah. He he did so well. He's, that's good. He's so funny. He had well, the well, he had the best set at guest spot in my personal opinion oh that's awesome oh, yeah. to hear. No, he's he's he like crushed. when he gets in the zone he's like he was in the zone very <laughs> good like and he, he's in the zone most of the times i've seen him recently he was performing like, like there was 150 people there. that's awesome to hear and, i love that uh, super high energy like knows how to talk to a mic <laughs> like <laughs> right. which there were some i'm not gonna name names but there's some people at guest spot the other night that uh-huh 
could use a little mic discipline. Oh, <laughs> wow. I, I, I want to hear these names afterward. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll talk shit after. Sure. Like, we'll give praise on the pod, but then shit talk afterwards. Yeah, exactly. and like Shane said, <laughs> wasn't for me. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, but yeah, shout out to Cameron, though. Okay, for so we got like way hilarious. off, though. Like, so the Jordan, Jordan, Brent, two, Jordan, Brent. the Jordan 2 came out, and Jordan hated him so. He hated him that he was going to leave Nike. And go to Adidas. He had like a meeting. Uh, the story is he had a meeting set up. He was going to go over there. And then they were like, just just check out these Tinker Hatfield designs for the Jordan 3. And he liked them so much. It brought him back. So, yeah, definitely bring up. Just for the bread is the perfect one to bring up. Oh, that's the Georgetown. But the black cement was the original. Was it the black cement? Black cement. I like the white cement. I really kind of want. I like low-key want the white cement. <laughs> Those are the golf ones. No, no. Oh, no. I was going to say, up. this shit looks like a driving it's shoe. It's not this called bread. Like it's called black cement. That's the golf one. Anyway, I Jordan 3 him. black cement. That was the original colorway. And that shoe, yeah. Like, there was that show uh, on Netflix, too, that talked about it. Mm-hmm. But also Last Dance. Like, Jordan really liked the threes. And it was enough to keep him with Nike. And then they followed that up with the fours, which were as far as performance... And most people's opinion mm-hmm. style, not my opinion, but most people's, even better. So this one, um, yeah. the the uh, the my favorite part of the two mm-hmm. is the heel tab, and I think that they incorporated that they slightly. Kept that yeah, they kind of like it almost feels like somebody just like just bumped it up and was like, no, this yeah. is a cool element. Let's make it bigger. Well, the threes are, and then the, put the I logo. I think the threes bigger. are my favorite Jordan. I wear threes. A I lot. really like. That's my favorite part of the three. Is the three that, is the Jordan I wear, but it by also far the most introduced the elephant print. Emma, is that correct? I, yeah, and I think it might be the only one with elephant print really yeah so like of the of the major of like the main right. jordans that aren't like the wacky ones so that's like, what the that's what happened yeah. though is Th- because that of right the, in the ship that yeah, this brought him run, back in the fold this brought him back into the fold yeah. so my thought was like because yeezy we're gonna bring him into this conversation mm. a little bit yeah he, the artist yeah, formerly, uh, formerly known, known as kanye west as kanye west god damn it um when's he gonna turn himself into a symbol when is it just gonna just be like a I don't know, a poop emoji or something. I, it, it's going to be an emoji. It's going to be an emoji. It's going to be sure. an emoji. You're, you're you, know, de- like. you know, I yeah, we're going to talk about this later. I, I've got some opinions. So, but So um, he was with Jordan, or, or he was with, with Nike. Nike, and then he bailed because they didn't give him enough creative control mm-hmm. or whatever, and went over to, um, he went across the, the river to mm-hmm. Adidas. Yeah. Um, or Pond, whatever. And I think at that point it was River. But I was thinking, what? Yeah, it was River. Uh, what if alternate universe, mm-hmm. if Jordan had done that, never went back to Nike? Yeah. And then I was like, so, and I love how Terrence put it in a really great way. So is Jordan the horse or the jockey? And And to define that further, are we saying that Jordan adds more value to Nike or does Nike add more value to Jordan? Is basically what we're saying, right? Yeah. So if if Jordan is the horse, then he's adding value to Nike because the jockey isn't going to run around the track. Doesn't really. Doesn't it matters, but it doesn't it really does, matter. Yeah, like the jockey is somewhat important. Like you have the to horse have can good... win the race without the jockey. The jockey cannot win the race without the horse. I love that. That's yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Well, the the jockey definitely can't win the race without the horse. The jockey probably guides the horse to a win, but the horse is the one doing the heavy right, lifting. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the yeah, horse yeah. is like the big player in this. So, so do, anyway, it, does Jordan add more value to Nike, or did Nike add more value to Jordan? Yeah. And what's so your opinion? My opinion is I think that Nike's the horse and mm-hmm. Jordan's the jockey. I think that Jordan gets, or uh, that uh, Nike gets a little bit more clout, but I really feel like they take so much control. And we saw that with like the Witherspoons, mm-hmm. where too much create, like he's not, like he didn't design this. Someone else designed it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I mean, this is the conversation all the time. It's just like, they're kind of like, I feel like Nike doesn't, fully give the reins over to their people i yeah i don't think they do ever i feel like they send him a thing they're like pick mm-hmm. the colors no not where they're going just pick the colors <laughs> like like they send him a a, a couple of options they or send like, him like those little paint things that you get at the hardware store yeah. and they're like okay you want which seven ones? four three six two 
and 85252. Or, or even that. Cool. I don't even know if they do we'll, that. We'll, we'll go from here. They're like, because like the, the breads, <laughs> they just match his jersey colors. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not even. That's a fair point. I feel like I, I kind of disagree with you, though. Okay. I feel like, because part of the whole story is that Nike was like a new brand back then. Okay. Like, Nike wasn't really important or respected. It was like a startup in the 80s. Okay. And they just got lucky and they signed this dude that, like, became, like, turned out to be, like, the best of all time basketball player. Yeah. And then they happened to find Tinker Hatfield, who designed these great shoes that Jordan happened to love. And I think the fact that they had Jordan gave Nike this level of prestige that they wouldn't have had without him. And I don't think, because Nike is absolutely dominant in shoes right now, like sneakers, mm-hmm. and has been for 20 years. As far as like, whenever, like the swoosh is just so iconic and so such a thing for so many people being like, partly because of Jordan. Here's why I think that. When I was like in fifth grade, we found a pair of shoes at a fucking Goodwill that were Nike Air. And mm-hmm. I remember... I didn't even like the way they looked that much, but they were my size and they fit me. And I was a kid that was going to grow out of them in a year anyway. And my parents were like, these are good shoes. We're getting you these shoes. These are, these are Nike air, air Jordan. Yeah. I'd fucking seen two basketball games in my life. And it's cause they were the only thing on at a hotel. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the, but my parents, and my parents weren't like crazy basketball fans. They were aware that it was a game that was played, but beyond that, it, but the, it was still in their head. Nike, Nike See, air, air Jordan. It was like a cultural zeitgeist thing. Yeah, it was like everybody like knew about it. Michael Jordan was connected to it. They're like, he's fucking good at basketball. These must be great shoes. Mm-hmm. And they were, they lasted a while. It's kind of like the like I would Mike. Love to, I would love to still have those shoes because I'd like to know what they are. They might have been Jordans. I have no <laughs> idea. They were black. They were twos. Uh, <laughs> I, hope, <laughs> I hope they were, but no, I think sick. they had an air unit in them, so they yeah. weren't twos. I think they're probably like some shitty team Jordans or something, but yeah. they, they lasted me. They were a high top mm-hmm. or at least a mid. But yeah, so your your vantage point is that I think Jordan that pulled Jordan Nike added, out of obscurity. He yeah, exactly, and he added a level of prestige that they wouldn't have had without him, and he kind of made them like the brand that was synonymous with like being a leader. Mm-hmm. Like Nike is in a lot of people's minds, whether it's true or not. Like they're the innovator; they're the top of the See, line. That's why in I athletic think. Shoes. That's why I think he's the jockey still. I really? still think he's the jockey. I think I think Nike was doing cool shit. Mm-hmm. They had some great designers, mm-hmm. and he helped them get eyeballs on those great designs. Like okay. I think they had something really good, and they were doing great work. Mm-hmm. And so it was. It wouldn't have mattered who it was. It just yeah. happened to be Jordan. That yeah, he was the biggest deal. But I think so. You're saying I that think though that even Adidas if, would probably be bigger okay. if they had gotten that's him. What, that's what I'm thinking but, is if they'd gotten him, I feel like Adidas. I feel like Adidas isn't a step down in quality from Nike. In fact, I no. like Adidas better than Nike One thing for like day to day shoes. We should probably flag is that. At this point, like this is a very theoretical concept. Yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah. believe that Adidas was making basketball shoes. Yeah. So they maybe to have. your point, it could have been the same process. Like mm-hmm. if 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 you are correct, and if if Jordan was really the engine of this locomotive, then he could have gone to a, a company like Adidas that was historically mm-hmm. a, a soccer shoe company, right? And yeah. he could have brought them to the next level the way that I think Bjorn is saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I just he helped. I, I just Nike. I'm just picturing like the Booznitz with the Jordan name on it. <laughs> like it's just the soccer shoe yeah. that we're just like playing basketball in. You mm-hmm. know, just like they did with like a skateboarder. I mean, this is a skateboard shoe basically that he played <laughs> basketball in. But well, you know the reason that, that those became skate shoes, right? Uh. Because they're a skate shoe. They're no. fucking flat as Dude, shit. Dude, skate shoes became skate shoes because skaters could have access to them. So, like, a bunch of influential skaters mm-hmm. were given boxes of them. 
Oh, and then they. I think it was also a style thing. Like this was before performance skate shoes existed. Oh, okay. So it was just sort of like, oh, you're a skater, you wear these shoes. It's like you're a skate. Like I remember this is a weird reference, but like because I was in the world of snow skating, and forums were a thing. I don't know if that's still a thing. The Uh, Adidas forum? No, 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 no. So in the snow skate world, online forums. The whole snow skate world existed because it was a small community Mm -hmm. on forums. Yeah, and I remember because we used to make. Oh, like nice. bulletin boards. I just want yeah, to clarify yeah. because there is a shoe called the Adidas Forum that is a skate shoe. Oh, oh you're right. Okay, okay. <laughs> we're talking about internet forums. I'm yeah. talking about internet forums. Where people the World Wide Web make up a, a fake name and talk right. about yeah. shit. We had a running joke because there was a there was a forum that's and because you could start a topic, you could start a whole thing, and there was a whole like it's sort of like a subreddit or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before Reddit. It was like there was a whole forum of like, how do I dress like a snow skater? Like that was a thing. And that was where it was like a weird light bulb moment for me and some of my friends that were like, holy shit, we are these influencers <laughs> that it was just like you were micro influencers. Everybody was like, oh, if you want to be a snow skater, you you, you basically dress like dress Bjorn. Like, Bjorn. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, like there was all this weird shit that I used to do <laughs> where I would just like, I don't know, I would like. Uh, dude, we had a, I had a bandana sponsor, dude, so I would tie go, bandanas to my leg. You have to go on our on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Somebody commented on the size ten YouTube on the yeah. uh, I forget which episode. Okay. Is this Bjorn that used to do some some oh my God. snow skates? <laughs> like, like you should go in as your account pull and just be like, yes, her. that is me. Yes. Because I think some fan outreach on that one. Okay. Yeah. Like I forget which episode it is, but we totally got a random comment like a on one of our thing. old episodes where they were like, and this is like a couple weeks ago. They're right. like, holy shit, is this a Bjorn from something, something snow skates? That's and I was hilarious. like, well, yeah, it definitely is. Like, there's no other <laughs> like, Bjorn no. that was also into snow skates. Dude, I had some moments There's nine where people that ever snow skated. I was you were on, like one of the best of them. I was on an early date with somebody mm-hmm. and... um like recently? No, no, no. This oh. was a while ago in Minneapolis. I was on a date mm-hmm. and and somebody recognized me at uh at Oh a shit, thing high roller. And like was going crazy and mm-hmm. like quoting me and it was just like the weirdest thing of like <laughs> I'm not really in this world anymore, but mm-hmm. like there's this full-blown adult that is just fanning out on me <laughs> like it was just a weird moment That's crazy i ended up actually becoming friends with him and like hanging out a bunch because he nice. started because he did stand up as well but <laughs> uh yeah it was just like a really funny moment <laughs> to be like and, and to be like on like an early date and someone yeah. just be like whoa this dude's famous <laughs> what's going on here <laughs> anyway all right weird reference but well, we're I, I guess so what i was saying is just like the the style of it is it's interesting Mm -hmm. how and that's why there are sponsorships is you you sort of force it's like horse cart situation of like Mm -hmm. oh i'm getting these so like a bunch of early skaters were getting free nike jordan ones and dunks Mm. um and then they ended up in all of these videos and all of these photos and then everyone was like oh i want to identify as a skater as this like skater vibe Mm. so i'm gonna wear the shoes that the guy's wearing in the photos it's just you know i guess it's just marketing that's fair what it comes down to but terry i want to know what your opinion Mm -hmm. is is jordan the horse or the jockey in the Jordan brand Nike relationship. I'm going to take you on a quick journey and uh, I, I will pick a side Ooh. at the end. Okay. I promise I'm not going to be the, the, the enlightened centrist on this issue. Uh, but I will say that like, I do think that this is a Reese's peanut cup, peanut butter, uh, peanut butter cup situation. I yeah. think that they both would have been completely fine on their own. They would have had great careers, great company, whatever. <laughs> great but on I, toast. But I do think that like the combination of the two was lightning in a bottle. It was the special sauce. Yeah. And I'm going to season that with uh, some other elements. So, like, Mm -hmm. I don't think that you can have this conversation without acknowledging the significance of Wyden and Kennedy, the marketing company that was almost personally, like, responsible for the Just Do It campaign, Uh, for the entirety of Jordan's marketing brand. Mm. So, for those of you unfamiliar, Wyden and Kennedy is a uh, marketing firm here in Portland, Oregon. They were kind of... They kind of cut their teeth with Nike. Nike, I believe, was one of their first big accounts. And they were like a bunch of young marketers who were really in touch with culture. They knew what was going to like get people interested. 
And yeah, they created some of the most iconic marketing campaigns of all time. So I think that you've got to have that as the tripod, the third leg in this, in this configuration. Um, as you guys were talking, I, before I was kind of like just in the middle, I was like, I, I think this is kind of a weird question because you can't have one without the other. But yeah. ultimately I'm going to side with Bjorn on this one because I think a couple <laughs> different things. One Adidas had already had superstar athletes. Mm-hmm. So they have, they had all of their tennis stuff. They had the Stan Smith shit. Oh yeah, that's right. And they were certainly big, but I mm-hmm. think truthfully, the thing that brought both Jordan Nike, and then to an extension widen to that meteoric kind of, uh, place is that Nike knew exactly what to do with the assets that they had available to them. Because for those of you who either didn't watch the last dance, aren't familiar with basketball. Jordan's first couple years in the league were not good. Right. He played for the Bulls. The reason he played for the Bulls is because they had the number one draft pick because they weren't particularly good. Yeah. They were getting the dog shit whooped out of them by Detroit like on a regular basis. Right? right. So those first couple years were kind of a struggle session for Jordan because he was this like amazing talent who just couldn't really get a whole lot done in Chicago mm-hmm. without major players. Now we all know how that story plays out. Right. They bring more people to the team. They become this behemoth. But I think that like all of the legwork that happened in those formative years set the stage for Jordan to become the biggest name in the world. I do think, and a lot of this is like me reiterating things that were said in uh, Last Dance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the Dream Team made Jordan not just a national superstar, but a international superstar, right? Mm -hmm. That's the thing. When the NBA became a global sport and not just a very niche American thing, that's what put Jordan like into just like billionaire club, right? Like Mm -hmm. that's when the shit blew the fuck up. That's when every single country that was like, oh, we like American culture. We want to get in on American stuff. Oh, basketball, Michael Jordan, He's the Michael Jackson of sports. Like, (laughs) he just sells everywhere. Yeah. But I think, again, like, I guess my thesis statement is that I believe that Jordan was ultimately clay in the hands of Nike and the very, very cunning marketing people over at Wyden and then the folks that developed that whole facet. Because, Nick, you're 100% right. Nike was a running company. Mm -hmm. They made, like, waffle sole, like, running shoes. Prior to Jordan, they were pre-Fontaine. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that they were very smart at identifying that they had to diversify their offerings. They had to hitch their wagon to the cart of this young, like, superstar athlete. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, like, they put their chips on the right number, and it hit. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think that's the thing. I think some of it is is definitely lightning in the bottle, kind of like blind luck, everything lined up their way. Uh, Mm -hmm. I also think that like by the time that the things that may have torn Jordan down came to be, so like some of those dodgy rumors that you hear about later in his career, Mm, they had so much fucking money, they could bury that shit under the rug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan, at that point, he was like kind of (laughs) uncancelable. Yeah. Um, But you see like Under Armour tried to do it again with with Seth Curry. Like you have some of these companies that now are making basketball shoes. Mm -hmm. A lot of the Chinese manufacturers have started to permeate the league a little bit. Now, I don't think you're going to be able to see like total domination like you did the way that Nike did. Yeah, Mm -hmm. just like an era thing. But it's kind of one of those things like the pie is big. I feel like sort of part of this is he hit at the right time. When, like, basketball shoe technology also lined up with decent fashion. Oh, yeah. Because at this point, to have a properly performing basketball shoe, it's probably going to look stupid because all the new mm-hmm. good <laughs> basketball shoes look awful. Just, like, pillowy. Anything and... anything that people who play sports and are athletic says is, is like, a good shoe for basketball, I hate and yeah. I don't want to wear. <laughs> Not particularly appealing. Yeah, yeah, I like these. These aren't useful for anything. These my are feet hurt barely by the end good of the to day. walk. Well, so that's, and I think that's another uh, really These are intriguing good to point. Sit down in and look like a cool guy and talk about. Like that's it. <laughs> One of the other things that I think is very, it puts more points in in Nike's uh, category yeah. is that Nike used Jordan as the brand to revitalize performance footwear in basketball. Because as we all know, the Mm -hmm. ones are fucking dog shit, right? (laughs) Like they're barely even good walking around shoes in 2021. No, they like steadily improved. But, but they knew that they were going to do that because 
he was the flagship. He was the yeah. vanguard mm-hmm. for their tech. Yeah. And they knew that they wanted... I remember specifically being a young kid, hearing the discourse around $100 basketball shoes, right? Mm-hmm. And you cannot continue to drive that price up without adding new bells and whistles. Right. Yeah. It just so happens oh, yeah. that the bells and whistles made a really good song for a lot of the people in the league because they were playing flat-footed. They were playing with yeah. things that like didn't have good arch support, mm-hmm. didn't have good uh, like ankle support, things like that. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, uh, let's 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 get out of here on this one. Mm-hmm. So with these, I've seen you wear these quite a bit. I yeah. feel like uh, I really like these. These are pretty sick, though. I don't like the highs at the end of the day, personally, personal opinion. Mm-hmm. But are we blowing the back out of these or is this a pavement princess? I think these are kind of a pavement princess for me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I've worn them a bit and I'll wear them at shows and stuff. But like I said, they've become like my Christmas shoes. <laughs> what do you yeah. what do you think the wear count is on this? How many times have you put these on Ooh. and wore them out? Twenty. Twenty times since you got them in twenty eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely yeah, I a think special I've seen you occasion. Wear those more. Yeah. Yeah. These are definitely the these ones that I'm wearing now. The shattered backboard three point more of a blow the back out than those. They are very Christmas. The other thing that I just was noticing I've literally, is... I've worn those, I think, to a Christmassy event. I've definitely worn them to, <laughs> to an a open Christmas mic. party. <laughs> Not a Christmas party, because I think the only one I've been to since here is my work one. And we usually wear, like, suits. It's always at, like, some suits fancy fucking Jordan. place. Suits with Jordan. With Christmas Jordan. I'm not a Suits with Jordan. It's like the guy. ugly Chris, Christmas... <laughs> you can't wear... I, I, Why I, not? We I'm went over this last week. You weren't here, but Dave Chappelle's wearing some fucking. What, what did he have on? He had Y threes with a suit. Y threes with a suit, Jordan, and it just or, looked uh, like Chappelle. No, but Chappelle can do that. I can't do that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing sneakers with a suit. I've yeah. got really? some nice. I've got nice boots. I got nice shoes. I'll wear those. With See, the I suit. don't got nice boots. I got get some nice boots. Three hundred dollar Jordans. <laughs> I have those too, but like get some nice shoes. That's, anyway, hold on. I do want to say real quick. We've been talking about boots lately, and I've been yeah. like lusting after these five hundred dollar boots. Which, and, the whites. Well, we've talked yeah. about them. Yeah, whites up in Spokane, and then yeah. you're like the Wesco shit. We're definitely going there because I looked at there. I looked at some of their shit and like if it's I can, fucking awesome. If I can get the scratch and dance, I'm I'm ready to go. Dude, and they're and they're like. They're made literally yeah, in scapoose. scapoose. Dude, I'm <laughs> going to ride my not, motorcycle over there. It's, it's going to be sick. fun word to say. Tell yeah. me when you go. I'll, I'll drive my truck there. And well, I was just going to say, like, it's funny because I'm, I'm hemming I'm not going to sit on the back of your motorcycle, Terry. <laughs> we'll go koala style. You face back but sit <laughs> yeah. in front. Oh, okay. No, I, I'm, I'll face you. Uh, Ooh, can I come on my motorcycle? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I was just going to say, like, I'm hemming and hawing. I'm like, oh, buy $500 boots that I'll have for the rest of my life. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. And then I'm on this show, like, helping produce a thing where we're <laughs> regularly talking about shoes that are, like, $500 is like, oh, dude. I'd get two pair for five hundred. Yeah, like, like oh, only five hundred. That's not bad. Yeah, uh, no, we we definitely have pissed some money out on shoes. Maybe that's show. what I'll do. I'll sell all those shoes that I have, and I'll oh, take the money and I'll closet. put them into in a in a pair of White's boots. Yeah, that's a good way to do Fair it. Fair enough. Okay. All right. I think that's gonna do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Please like and subscribe. Follow us on YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We have new episodes every Wednesday. Thank you so much. Hold on. Follow what? us on Instagram at Size oh, 10 yeah. Podcast and follow us on Twitter at Size 10 Podcast. Oh, yeah. Follow us on Twitter because I'm tweeting out there. To, I know. To Terry, to Terry's me. tweeting Just, like a motherfucker. I, I wouldn't go that far. I, I think I followed it with the Twitter <laughs> that I don't even use. I was going to say, Bjorn and, and uh, Nick are like barely on Twitter as is. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't like Twitter, but I like... It. But like Terry does, and he's good at it. And follow him; it's great. DM us. You know follow what? Let us. Me, I'm gonna do yeah. this impromptu. DM us some questions, and we'll do them yeah. uh, live on air. Send oh, Terry for sure. a in the picture future. of your dick. No, let's. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do what you want. Fan outreach. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. All whatever. right. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye. Yeah.